Hey everybody, welcome back for episode 127 of The Path Podcast. I'm Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we're so glad that you've decided to join us on The Path this week. Uh, Derek, we're right in the middle of this series that we're doing called GLOW. Um, Last week we talked about how we are to get started with prayer, that we're using GLOW as an acronym. Um, It's kind of dual purpose, that it's an acronym, but it's also just a reminder, like we've got to shine the light of Jesus out into the world. Um, But it's nice because the acronym gives us sort of a pathway to do that well. And so we talked last week that we get started with prayer. You left us with bated breath last week for the L and the O. Uh And um, so maybe walk us through what we talked about yesterday uh, from 1 John and then um, how L and O continue that pathway for us. I'll even do this one since you've waited so long. I'll tell you L and O. (laughs) Yeah, get started with prayer, uh, listen and learn. And then organize a meal. Mm-hmm. Now I'll talk about the passage and kind of paint those into it, hopefully. Sure. Um, yeah, so we talked about First um, John 1, 5 through 10, uh, which tells us that, um, that God is light and in him there is no darkness mm-hmm. at all. And uh, it talks about us walking in the light. So that was the title of the message, Walking in the Light. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's so important that we that we as Christians walk in the light of Jesus. And yeah. as we walk in the light of Jesus, it helps us to see, um, number one, our own need, but then the need that, that's around us of light being magnified and um, and reflected into the culture in which we've mm. been planted. Yeah. It's really what GLOW's all about is the idea of of being with Jesus gives us the, um, you know, kind of like Moses when he was with God on the mountaintop receiving Ten Commandments or, you know, any time that he was in his presence, he would come back and mm-hmm. he would, because he shone so brightly because he was in the glory of the Lord, he he had to cover his face because yeah. uh, the other people just couldn't look, look upon it. And so... That's the idea is that we go and we, we soak up the light. And as we go into our normal day and we come off the mountain, so to speak, mm-hmm. that those who encounter us see that we've been in the light, that we have yeah. the light of Christ shining in us and through us in our lives. Uh, I used the example the first week of these glasses. These glasses mm-hmm. are, um, uh, I get a lot of comments on them. I guess people just like how they look. And I was like, you know what? They're even cooler. Um, <laughs> That's right. But wait, there's more. <laughs> they glow in the dark, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, which I only bought them as kind of like a novelty thing. I mean, it does have my prescription in it, but I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I'd like to have some glow-in-the-dark glasses. Yeah. And then I really enjoy wearing them. And so, um, <laughs> and then they do glow. Um, so, especially if you have a black light around, you can see. Yeah that they glow uh, even more vibrantly. So, But the idea of that, they glow more brightly the more I'm in the sunlight yeah. and the more I'm in uh, natural sunlight, not just like, you know, light from in a room. Yeah. So I'll go outside, come back into a dark room, and my glasses are bright yeah. glowing. They really you are. I've seen it. You can see that I've been in the sun, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the idea is that you and I are spending time walking with the Lord, and as a result, the people who are in our life that God has placed in our circles of influence mm-hmm. can see that Jesus has shown on us, yeah. that his light is in us and through us. And that's what you know John is doing. I, I began the sermon in, in somewhat of a unique way for me. 
mm-hmm. uh, just trying to paint this picture of how God is light and there is no darkness at all, and how that's just throughout the history of mankind, the history of the Bible, uh, from Genesis all the way to our day, is that God has chosen to shine his light in various certain ways yeah. into the darkness. And then all those little lights, is what I called them, Moses, David, mm-hmm. Abraham, they just weren't bright enough. Right. And so God determines, you know what? I'm going to send the light. Yeah. Like the light. And and Jesus came and Jesus shines into our lives. Uh, he breaks through the light came, Emmanuel. I said, you know, baby crying, but it was the light. And uh, yeah. Jesus lived his life. Um, uh, people, you know, darkness tried to push against him. He overcame it. He conquered it. Conquered death, mm-hmm. uh, death, sin, hell, and the grave. Um, and uh, broke through, uh, you know, uh, out of out of dark, out of death and darkness, with this brilliant light. And then decides to go to heaven and impart the light mm-hmm. to you and I through the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit is in our lives, yeah. shining in us. And that is the thing God chose to use to shine his light right. um, into this dark world. is you and I, the body of Christ, those who are dwelled by the Holy Spirit, or the temple of the Holy Spirit, the Bible tells us. Yeah. And I think one of the beautiful things about that is that he, he doesn't need us. Mm-mm. He chose to do yeah. it that way. He chose yeah. to do it that way. Yeah. And, and as meager as it may seem, as you know, like, Lord, are you sure about that? Yeah, like, yeah, is that the best right, thing? Because right. churches are messy, people are messy, oh, yeah. things are messy, you know. But, yep, that's what he did. Yeah, that's what he did. So, this passage in John, near the end of his life, John, you know, um, um, he was younger when he wrote first, first, second, and third John, but still, he, I mean, this guy. He's the only one that lasted. Everybody else yeah. died. You right. know, the book of Acts, you see everybody's like, yeah. uh, you know, all the main kind of apostles and mm-hmm. and, and main characters, main players, if you From will. From the Gospels, yeah. You know, they, they, they're they they're picked off one by one. Now, mm-hmm. they've infiltrated and impacted a lot of other people. Absolutely. So their legacy lived on, their legacy in the Lord, their light shone into other people. Yeah. But here's John, this final mm-hmm. like apostle, yeah, the light, only one that lived to old age, yeah. and yeah, absolutely. And he, mm-hmm. you know, he he comes with great wisdom, you know. And so here he is, at, you know, nearing the end of his life, and here here he is, like this, this is what it's all about, yeah. And you got to walk with him, you know. So we we answered the question, you know, what does it look like to walk with Jesus uh, and walk in the light? And uh, number one was. We walk in the realization that we too need Jesus's cleansing. This yeah. is a little bit later in our text uh, because we see God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. And if we walk in the light as He is in the light, then you know we will have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus will cover yeah. all of our sins. So you you see that, and you see this idea, you know, just because we're walking in the light doesn't make us perfect. Yeah. Doesn't make us righteous necessarily, like in and of ourselves. Yeah. Doesn't make us. You know, like, well, look at me. That's right. It's not look like we've arrived. Done. We've not arrived. No, no, yeah. no. It's not. It's actually not self-seeking at all. Not self-righteous at all. It's, it's a. It's this. It's this. 
idea that I'm only here but by the grace right. of God, by yeah. the blood of Jesus Christ that yeah. covers me. I can only be a part of this fellowship. I can be only a part of this group because the Lord has saved me. Yeah. I was dirty. I was sinful. I needed cleansing. Mm-hmm. And the Lord cleansed yeah, me. Yeah, it really, it really should be all the more humbling yeah. because you should come to a realization of, I could never have gotten to this point by myself. Yeah. Never, ever. Yeah. Well, and I think this is how we fight the urge and the temptation that Satan uses quite often, mm-hmm. particularly in a person like me. I, I was saved at the age of six. I know you're saved young, too. Mm-hmm. Grew up in church, you know, such such a big part of my life. Yeah. Uh, never really had a rebellion, never, you know, all that right. kind of stuff. And so it's very easy. It's a tool of Satan to, to look at a person like me or a person that grew up in church and mm-hmm. say, well, look how righteous you are. Right, yeah. Look how religious you are. Look yeah, at all the things it, that you've done. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, you know, but re- in reality, not at the same time, but in reality, I was a sinner that was destined for hell before Christ. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I needed Jesus to save my soul and cleanse my sins just as much. So it's very easy to be like, well, look at you and all your difficulties yeah. and all these challenges. And it's, it could be very easy to just dismiss people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not what we—that's not what it means to walk in the light. Realizes, I'm only here, but by the grace of God, right. and so I should be humbled by that and propelled by that, and it launched out into this world yeah. by that power. Yeah, the, I think that the levels of what we can, what we consider the levels of sinfulness, mm-hmm. those are created by us. Yeah, <laughs> those are not created by God. Yeah. It's, it's not the the liar is just as guilty and sinful as the murderer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the eyes of the Lord. That's how the like, the economy yeah. of God works. And and you know we we lose sight of that fact sometimes. I would even say, and I've said this before. I would even say the murderer on death row that knows that they're they are justly yeah. is probably in a better position. It's probably true spiritually yeah. uh, to receive Christ. Um, than the person who's just been a good person their entire life. Because the person that's been good their entire life doesn't realize that they need a Savior. But the person on death row... That's good in quotation marks. Right. (laughs) That is is true. But the person on death row knows their desperate state. Yeah. And so we never need to lose that. Uh, Scripture tells us that we shouldn't forget the height from which we've fallen. Mm -hmm. Like, we always need to be mindful and aware of... Where we were before Christ, right. or where we would be without Christ, is maybe even a better way to say it. And so that helps us to get on the same level playing field, because we're already there anyway, yeah. but in our own hearts and minds, as the person that doesn't yet know Christ, or maybe is living in darkness, or you know has difficulty. Because until we see other people the way Jesus sees us, mm-hmm. we won't be compelled to glow in front of them, to shine the light right. in their lives. So the more we walk in Jesus, the more we realize how Jesus sees us mm-hmm. and saw us and now sees us in salvation and sees the potentiality yeah. of someone else who doesn't know the Lord, but that they could know the Lord and be saved. Absolutely. Peter said, yeah. uh, God doesn't wish that any would perish, but all have eternal life. The Lord looks upon people and he sees Number one, he sees his own image. Right. But also he sees the fact that that person is in desperate estate without the Lord. Now, they may continue to live in that way and choose sure. to do that. And one day the Lord will have to look them at them with, with judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, but currently he looks at them and the judgment is on Jesus, not right. on them yet. Yeah. Um, so, um, 
you know, I think that's very important. The second thing uh, that we looked at was that we walk in realization that Jesus can forgive anyone's sin. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where that leads is that uh, anyone's sin who, you know, the, the <laughs> Jesus taught very clearly to Nicodemus and even rebuked him and says, are you not a teacher of the law and you don't yeah. know this? Yeah. He says, you must be born again. And he says, this is how you're born again. Uh, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So uh, if anyone believes in Christ Jesus Mm -hmm. and is born again, then their sins can be forgiven. And I would even, I would emphasize a different word. You emphasize believe. I would emphasize anyone who believes will not perish but have eternal life. Absolutely, that's the point. Yeah, if... For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes, if yeah. anyone would believe, if anyone would trust in Christ, if anyone would fall headlong on the grace and mercy of the yeah, Lord. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what that word believe means. You know, it's, right. it's not just like, oh, yeah, I'll believe that. Sure. No, no, no. It's yeah. like I'm a desperate person. I'm desperate because of mm-hmm. my sin, and he's the only yeah, way. This I, is the thing I, I need. trust that. Yeah. I trust that with my entire life. Yeah, yeah that's good. The third thing uh, we looked at was we walk in a way that, fellowships with believers and seeks relationships with unbelievers. And this is where L and O come in mm-hmm. from the acronym. So um, the passage talks about if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with others, uh, with each other. And the blood of Jesus covers our sins. Mm. And so not necessarily implicitly in the text, or explicitly in the text, but implicitly in the text, is this idea that there's room for more to fellowship, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So as we fellowship, we walk in the light as he is in the light. So we fellowship with one another. We're part of the, a band of brothers or part of a family of God or a family mm-hmm. of Christ followers who love, live, lead is how we say it here. Sure. Yeah. Um, we, we are here together. We're a part of this movement. We're a part of this thing called Christianity. The part of the ecclesia, the church, the called out ones. And the whole reason that we shine the light of Jesus... This is where it is implicitly in the text. It's so that others can join. Right. And so for others to join, and there's other scriptures that say this more clearly, more explicitly, but that is that means that we need to live out this faith. This We need to glow in front of them yeah. so that they have the opportunity to trust Christ and to follow. Right. So we to do that, we need to seek relationships, certainly inside, but also outside. Right. And uh, the way we do that, and well, I don't think we do it isolated. I think we do it, in that relationship of the family of yeah, God. within the community. Right. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is that we have to be intentional about it. Yeah. And that's where the L and the O come in. Listen and learn really just means we we already have people in our circles of influence. We, we've talked about that. That we, we, we have a thing called My Circle to Display. We put tags on it. We write their names down. We're praying for them. And that's, that's our get started with prayer. We've mm-hmm. got a list of people, each one of us, that's in our circle already that we're praying for. Uh, I would say we should... This is not part of this message or the series, but I, I would say that you know, as those people start coming to the Lord, we need to pray for new people in our circles. Yeah, we need to be intentional about that as well. Sure, uh, and it's you know, like you mentioned before, your kids play sports in yeah. the area, and and part of that, the reason you guys do that, of course, your kids want to play sports, but it also gives you the opportunity to meet people you otherwise might not meet. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We have to be intentional about being in those places mm-hmm. to find those people. One of the reasons we go to the gym we go to is that it gets us around people mm-hmm. who are on my circle list. Right. Uh, 
It's not the only reason. It's just they happen. They were already in my circle, and it's like, okay, this is this is great. And yeah. I, you know, I love those folks, and so thankful for them in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But um, I, you know, I'm praying for them, and I'm asking the Lord to work in their lives. Yeah. But then you go to the L, uh, the L, which is listen and learn. You, it takes another step of intentionality. You don't right. just pray. And now we believe that nothing significant hap- nothing significant happens without prayer. Yeah. But prayer doesn't. Do the action, right? right. It's prayer, the starting point, but it it's not the thing that keeps it going. Prayer, well, that, that's, that's right. not right. But well, prayer accompanies. <laughs> yeah, the it's a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't supplant the action. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. That's, take that's the what I was place to say. of the action. <laughs> yeah. You have to have right. prayer and continual prayer, but then you also have to have action. That's right. Yeah. And that action is getting to know them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, learning about their stories. You know, those moments you're at the sideline of the soccer game, the soccer yep. match. You're Getting to know this person, and you're learning more about mm-hmm. what is their story, where they're from. How, you know, how can I share with them? Right. Like, what are the things that I can get to know about them so I can have level ground? We can have commonality yep. and talk to each other. You listen and you learn. Mm-hmm. The O is organizability. You take it another step of intentionality and say, "Hey, we'd love for you to have have you guys in our home, uh, you and your family in our home, and have a meal because at the table, uh, all, not all, most." Of people's, um, uh, they've 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 lessened and they've they've um, put aside their concerns. They they yeah, yeah, yeah. they they get comfortable. Yeah, yeah the inhibitions table, are gone. Yeah, you get it. Mm-hmm. You get this place of comfortability to discuss, to discuss and to talk uh, with folks. Uh, you see Jesus do this, right? Sure. With Nicodemus, yeah. uh, he was oftentimes. Uh, bullied by the Pharisees because oh you sit with they were just jealous because he wasn't with them but right <laughs> but you sit with sinners and tax collectors and prostitutes and yeah. so how dare you but Jesus right. constantly is at the table with mm-hmm. these folks yeah uh, we in our culture too we we oftentimes assume oh well do you see that person they went out to lunch or mm-hmm. dinner with this person that's you know, notorious for whatever I mean my goodness you know right. And we understand there's influence back and forth. We're not careful, but, but, um, but this is what Jesus did, you know. Yeah. And um, and so we replicate that, Lord. You know, give me an opportunity to get to know these people so much that I'm able to mm-hmm. have them over and get to know them, and you know, ultimately, you know, invite them to church, have gospel conversations. But yeah. all that kind of comes, and we'll we actually we'll actually talk a little bit about that next week. The mm-hmm. W. I don't want to give it away. I want you to come sure. listen, but. The W will kind of finally put the bow on it as yeah. to what we need to do. You know, the the thought, I think something that kind of overarches this L and O is that it it takes effort on our part. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I think we're all familiar with um, the idea of a group of, a group of Christians sitting in church saying, God, I wish you'd send us some people, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to imagine that there comes a point where God says, I have sent some people. Mm-hmm. I've sent you to go get them. Yeah. Like, and, and it's... It's a it's a thing that I think it's as we're living our lives as we're as you go as it says in the gospels mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. we are winsome to other mm-hmm. people and um, you, you had mentioned yesterday you know often we you hear stories of how conversations with non-believers begin with us telling them everything they're doing wrong. What if what if we were just kind people? Yeah. <laughs> Let's start there. And then yes, there has to come a point where we have to talk about the gospel mm-hmm. and that's gonna mm-hmm. butt up against their sin. But 
maybe let's let's try to be winsome first. Yeah. And and um, convicting second. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really very easy to be convicting, you know. Oh sure. From a distance. Oh yeah. It's much harder. Yeah. Those people over there. It's much yeah, harder yeah. to do it at the table. It's like social media. The reason mm-hmm. people are rude and mean and just terrible yeah. on social media is because they're distant. Yep. There's there's a keyboard and a screen and there's a sense of anonymity, which there really isn't, but you know, people right. feel that. And so they say things they never would say to people front face to face. Right. And so that's another reason why we build those intentional mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. But like here's the thing, if we don't go, who will? Right. Paul said it this way in Romans 10, beginning 14. He says, How then can they call on him they have not believed in? Mm-hmm. And how can they believe without hearing about him? And how can they hear without someone going and telling them? He says a preacher, yeah. but it's not just me. It's all of us. How right. can they go without someone telling them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring mm-hmm. the good news. Yeah. You and I... Um, need to have beautiful feet, as weird as that sound. That's right. Because yeah. we are carrying the gospel message to the people who are who are waiting and eager to hear yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard something. Oh, I, it was it was at the marriage retreat that we went to. Yeah. That oftentimes people are more willing to hear than we are willing to go and tell. Oh yeah, that was sure. How yeah. Thomas Hammond said it that mm-hmm. day. And, and, man, that was convicting. It's like, yeah, you know what? I need to find ways to do that more often, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and anything we say here, man, it's not like I've got it all nailed down, you know? Sure. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be intentional about the relationships that I have. I had yeah. uh, one of one of my friends from my circle that goes to our gym came just the other week, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I was so excited, you know? And... Um, and so that was cool, you know. It's like, all right, sweet. Yeah. You know, we made that next level of intentionality. Um, but now I, I need to. I've listened and learned. I need to find a way to organize a meal. Yeah. And uh, and and build that relationship and friendship. Um, you know, number one, just to be a good friend. You know, I don't sure. Everything we do that we do doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to go out and get them. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But as we're getting them, or as <laughs> we are learning them and getting to know them. How cool would it be if the Lord uses that providentially Absolutely. in their life to yeah. bring them to faith in Christ? Uses it as Romans ten fourteen and fifteen tell us. Yeah. How will they go unless someone? You know, how will they know unless someone teaches them? Right. How will they? Go well, the thing follow? that I love about this whole glow thing is it's a very holistic way mm-hmm. of viewing evangelism. Yeah. That it's not just going and thumping people over the yeah. head with the Bible. It's hey, I know you. We, yeah. we have a relationship. Yes. And I love you enough to mm-hmm. say, hey, I need to share the gospel with you. Yeah. Um, so. Well, you say that, and then we haven't really said this yet, but like, you know, this is our evangelistic strategy. Yeah. Glow is not just a message series. Right. I pray it's a launching point that we continually are thinking about and coming back to mm-hmm. as a church, that we are we glowing, you know? And yeah. I love that terminology um, <clears throat> because it, it just carries with it, really, what the scriptures teach us, to be the light. Yeah. So absolutely, that's Very all good. I got today. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. We would love to be able to help equip you to L and O to listen mm-hmm. and learn and to organize a meal, um, and we we would be happy to help you learn how to do that. Um, it's not as difficult as you might think it is. It's pretty easy. It's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. So um, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at the path at lafayettefirst.life, uh, or you can comment on the YouTube video. But we'd love to have that conversation to help equip you and maybe. Calm your nerves a little bit to say, man, you know, you might be thinking, I can't do this. I don't, 
I can't have people over into my house and, and have a meal. It, calm, calm down. Calm down, first off. It's not it's not that difficult. But Well, at this point, yeah. now, W will change some things. It will. We'll yeah. give you some strategies there, too. But up until this point, it's very easy. Yeah. You do it every day with people that you know. It, it, it doesn't have to be so, like, oh, okay, now what am I going to share with them? Right. Even W will, will help us to see that. Absolutely. But... Um, but but yeah, it's you're right. It's not. It doesn't have to be scary. Yeah, absolutely. It just has. It's just a level, another level of intentionality. Yep. And just saying, hey, you know what? We'd love to have you over to our meal. Or hey, listen, some people don't have the house; they can entertain it. I get that. Yeah. Hey, can we go to Ward Law together? Let's go yeah, to the yeah. Station House together. Let's find. A, I'd yep. love. Can I take you to lunch? You know. Yep. That kind of thing as well. It doesn't have to be at your home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. But we would love to try to help you, uh, to help equip you for that. Um, but until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we hope you'll join us as we continue down the path.